Did you ever think you would make it? I feel I'm so close, I can take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Yeah, why would you bet on Goliath when we got bet David? Value taming, giving values contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to haters. How they run, homie, look what I become. I'm the, I'm the one. Let's stay on this. You talk about Ron. Okay, who's in his ear? Okay. Uh, uh, last weekend, we were at, uh, not last weekend, whatever, last Thursday or something, we spent a few hours with him at the governor's mansion. Just ourselves, 10, 15 other people were invited to uh, uh, to kind of watch how he is and what he says right. and the approach and all this other stuff. And I've been very critical of uh, the governor. I, 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 I think he's done a phenomenal job for the state, but I think his marketing team absolutely sucks and they need to be fired and found a new person. And some people think that could be a relative, but I think the marketing team needs help. So now that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, one, I'll start off by just ac- asking you an open-ended question uh, uh, about him uh, as a candidate on who's in his ear. Is he making the right job running today? Should he not be running? Should he be running and what's the best case or the worst case scenario here at the end of this election, 2024, for specifically Governor Ron DeSantis? So I, I, somebody sent me a load of bumper stickers that are in my green room at my studio that say 2024 uh, Trump DeSantis. I said that for months, for months, Trump DeSantis. If he's smart politically, if he's a strategic thinker, which I don't think he is, he comes in as Veep. And then he, or a member of the cabinet, whatever, and then he slides seamlessly into the top slot for 2028. That's not happening now. Number one, this weird thing that he hasn't declared. Dude, you changed the constitution of Florida so you can run as an incumbent governor. What the hell are you waiting for? And then after the brag announcement and the indictment, he's toast. Oh, two things. The flip-flop on Ukraine. And then the brag indictment, this guy, this guy's not ready for prime time. What he did on that press conference the Monday after the indictment leaked was despicable as a former, former Jag in the Navy to say, I'm not going to get involved in these things. Dude, he's a resident of Florida. You are involved whether you like it or not. And not once, but twice to make the, I don't know about hush money for porn stars, your child. That, that's the, we saw the real Ron DeSantis on that Monday presser. You said that not once. But twice of a president who actually made you governor. Let's be clear. He was like 12 points behind the other guy in the primary. President Trump taps him and he's number one. And why is he popular? It's like, you know, everybody loves Austin Powers. What is Ron DeSantis? He's the mini-me to President Trump. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. What he's doing in here... Is Trumpian, whether it's taking on the transgender, the DEI, open for business. I mean, this, this is you know, a little version of President Trump in Florida. And then you flip-flop on Ukraine, not ready for prime time. Sorry. Do you think it's leadership? Do you think it's policy? Do you think character. it's marketing? It's character. Do, tell me what you mean by it's character. It's character. He doesn't have it. I can't, I can't explain it better. Saturday, Saturday night, it leaks Yes, that the man who campaigned on I will put Trump in prison, who got a million dollars from George Soros and then becomes the DA in Manhattan, that man is going to charge President Trump with 34 total garbage, out-of-date misdemeanors magically turned into felonies. 
And on Monday, you have a press conference about something, and the reporter says, what's your reaction to the news of the indictment of the 45th president? Well, I don't know about hush money for porn stars, and let me repeat that again, and I'm going to concentrate on Florida, so I'm not going to talk about this. You're a former military prosecutor. You're a former JAG. You don't have an opinion on this? That the 45th president, after the Mar-a-Lago raid, is now facing the Manhattan DA. Oh, and by the way, he's a resident of the state you're governor of, and he helped make you governor. You're a child, Ron. You're a child. You're like in high school. You're like in the clique. I don't like him. She's ugly. It's like... Come on, grow up. So which part of his character do you think failed him there? You've got integrity, personal discipline, loyalty. What part of the character? Honor. Honor? It's a lack of honor. It's a lack of honor. So self-interested pride leads him to a lack of honor? Churlish, childish attitude to questions of honor. I mean, sorry. I, I don't care who you are. You shouldn't have to be a former prosecutor. But to say that what has happened against this man is not political persecution... You're not a good person to say that. This man's home was raided. His wife's wardrobes were turned over by armed agents of the federal government, despite the fact that his home is protected by the Secret Service. And you have nothing to say about that? Nothing to say about that. That's a lack of honor. Well, he's expected to declare this week. Well, it's supposed to be, it was supposed to be yesterday. I mean, how many times have we heard, next Monday, Ron's declaring. What's he waiting for? Fair fair enough, but (laughs) this is supposed to be the week, and for all intents and purposes, I'm very confident he is going to be declaring any day now. Okay. So, pass is pass, pass is prologue, I get it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But he's going to do it. I respect your opinion here, but he's going to do it. Uh And Casey DeSantis is very closely aligned with uh, helping him run this. Um do you not like his chances whatsoever? You see that Republican mega donors are basically now running his direction. He's basically well, not, not just Republican mega donors. I mean, this is this is the stuff that people really need to wake up to and you know get red pilled. Ken Griffin, Citadel Capital, Obama Bundler is funding mm-hmm. him. Can we just repeat that sentence for everybody who missed it? Obama Bundler, mm-hmm. billionaire Ken Griffin is funding Ron DeSantis. You also see people like Peter Thiel, potentially even Elon Musk. But but, but think about this. Why why, why is an Obama bundler, Obama bundler, even being allowed to give him a dollar? This is is creepy. This is weird, right? Why would he not be allowed to give DeSantis money? Well, is he MAGA? Or is he is he but, is he is he deep state Obama buddy? I'll take whoever whoever's money. Is is he America first? Isn't or Citadel is he, Capital based in Illinois? So potentially there's a relationship there. He's a senator of Illinois. You, Obama you, you, was. I, I go back to my primary statement here. Mm-hmm. America is divided by those who love America and those who hate it. This guy hates America. Who hates America? Ken Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, totally. And Ken Griffin, who's made billions giving, of dollars, hates America. Yeah. Uh, you know, George Soros is rich, right? And hates Yeah, um, we're not saying... I mean, you're, are you saying <laughs> being, that Ken being Griffin... Being rich doesn't mean you love America. I hear you, but you're saying that Ken Griffin totally. is George Soros? To- if you're bundling for the man who, who rode on the I will fundamentally trans, uh, transform America, yeah. If you're a former bundler for the guy who said, I hate America so much, I'm going to change it until you can't recognize it, whose wife on Inauguration Day says, this is the first time in my life I'm proud of America... Yeah. You're Who said that? Michelle, Michelle Obama. Okay. Michelle Obama. Yeah. It's a problem. The, these are the things that you have to pick <clears throat> up on. You can't, can't smooth these over. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to unpack everything you just said. So number one, 
uh, uh, the question was asked of Giuliani of him running as a VP. Apparently, he cannot because they're both residents of the state of Florida. Giuliani. So apparently, you can't Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani. Regarding he, DeSantis. Regarding DeSantis yeah. running with Trump, apparently yeah. he can't because they're both residents you, you, of the you, state of Florida. One of them has to move out. That's the that's the part. One right. of them has to move right. out. That's so that's not of course. If they decided that one can go to New York, right. and that's not going to be hard to do. So that's one. Number two. In regards to his comments right after uh, what happened at Mar-a-Lago, uh, can I think about it from a competitive standpoint, a moment of personal interest, knowing the guy that's in the way of your lifelong dream becoming a reality just got you know indicted and they went to his place and this is pretty much a short shot for you to become a president and you're excited about it. So let me just you know capitalize on this. Yes, does that show a quality of selfishness that the guy that helped you get there now you're not defending him okay fair that's a very fair assessment on what you're saying uh you know what happens next with his announcement him delaying it i don't understand that part it's a shit show to me you come out with your book four months ago yeah when you come out with a book that book is only a book written for election to run for office nobody the timing the playbook has always been the same write the book launch it, right. go out there talking about it so people can read your book and say, okay, this is what this guy is running on. Fine. I like him. I don't like him. I didn't know that this was cool. And by the way, I actually think it's a great book. I think he missed the mark with the book. I read the book. I thought he edified Trump multiple, multiple times in the book. This would have been a very good opportunity. But maybe somebody said it's not that big of a book. Just do a couple different things here and there and then go out. Then you lose a Megyn Kelly who doesn't like a Trump that calls you out for not agreeing to go on her show and talk to other people like us, that is going to move your book. You don't want to do that? Okay, that's that's not a good look. Now, on the flip side, for you saying what you said about his mishaps, the people that are not Trump people could say, are you kidding me? Do you want me to talk about the 15 mishaps with what the president said and what he did in his past and this and this and that? That's going to be their argument. So I think that kind of cancels each other out. The question then becomes, okay, so uh, uh, I asked this question of uh, 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 Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, okay? They're here, and I said, I said, you guys sound like a, a spokesperson for DeSantis. That's what you sound like because they were both very much uh, good guys, but they're both not necessarily siding with Trump. They're siding more with DeSantis. Great, but here's the question that I asked. It was kind of interesting, by the way, because you know where I'm going to go with this, what they said. And I asked this from Tulsi. For uh, your thoughts here, how much uh, power does the right person giving you money and endorsing you have in a presidential election? How much power and uh, influence does that have? I, I thank the good Lord. I've never been in the room where, you know, a donor or a rep of a donor has said to somebody I know, you know, we did give you a million bucks last year. What are you going to do for us? Now, that's how DC works, right? The lobby, the lobbying functions on that basis, yeah, right? Yeah. So Pfizer gives you X, mm -hmm. and then the guy help from Pfizer helps you write the, the legislation that goes to the Senate aid office, and then that gets chewed around and put into the legislation. So that, that's politics. Huh? No doubt about that, by the no. way. You're spot on with Co that. Of course not. I mean, that, that's, that's why lobbying exists. Yeah, but this is where I'm going with that. I'm, I'm asking, like, okay. The endorsement, the power of me being Schwartzman saying, I got DeSantis. We're going right. with DeSantis. Right. Citadel, we're going with DeSantis. Teal, going with DeSantis. By the way, Schwartzman is not 100% confirmed because they came out. So nobody fully knows yet. Right. I think we'll find out in the next three to six months. But let's say 
a Musk comes out and says, I don't think we should have a president above the age of 69. Okay, mm-hmm. 70 years old. Mm-hmm. Rogan. Hey, you know, DeSantis more than Trump, right? right? Some of these guys. How much influence today with the social media, you're seeing Trump being on Nelk Boys and, you know, 10 million views. And this is a younger audience that you're appealing to, that you go into places like right. that. How much influence do the right uh, uh, endorsements have in a presidential election? Like if Musk said, I'm team DeSantis 100%, right. and let's just say he gave, I don't know, let's pick a number, $50 million, $100 million, okay, to a pack. And I'm going DeSantis, or I'm going Trump. Vice, how much influence does a person like that have? If I could answer that, I I, I would not be sitting here. Uh, I would be, you know, flying my helicopter around tropical islands with my kids. You know, that that is the question. Is right. that a desire? We can get you a helicopter if that's well, what you're saying. Let's let's do that. Can we schedule love, this a, a helicopter? A fa- fast tropical. One. A fast one. We're gonna do that. Done. All right. There are several Bahamas um, <laughs> thirty minutes away. We could fly around. Let's do it. Um, that you know, how much is an endorsement worth it? I, I watched all of your Tulsi interview, and I think she said the, the right answer depends upon who's doing the endorsing. Let's right? say Musk and, and who the candidate is. Let's say Musk and um, Trump or DeSantis. Here's so here's my response response, I think 2024 is going to be a lot like Carter versus Reagan, because it's going to boil down to one question. Are you better? This is what Reagan asked the American people. Are you better off than you were four years ago? It's not about anybody else. Richard Barris is the only pollster I trust in America. Rich was on my show last week and he said, the only question, it's not, it's not about DeSantis. It's not about anybody else. It's not about Kamala. It's about Biden versus Trump. That's the next election. That's the only question. That's the only question people have in their mind. Do you think Trump should debate the other guys on the Republican side or not? I, you know what? One of the things I'm very grateful to President Trump for, apart from you know, hiring me, is do you remember how fun politics was? He made fun, politics fun again. Those primaries were awesome. I mean, I would love to see 30 people on the primary debate stage. It's like, you know, WWF. Let's do it. Bring it. I, I, everybody, just, <laughs> and you think he would welcome that? Yeah, he yeah. loves that stuff. So that's the part I agree with. Because a lot of people stuff. are saying the fact that Trump's not going to do, you know, the debates and all that. I think he's looking forward to it. Because for him, you ever seen him being roasted? You know, what is that when they do the roast and Snoop gets up there and all these guys are roasting him? The, and the gridiron. Yeah, the comedy he, central. Yeah, yeah. And he just sits there and he takes right. it. You know, most right. people are not brave enough to be roasted. Mm. I actually think he is a roaster. And I think a natural roaster. Totally. I think he can't wait to roast all these guys on the right with the debate. But going back to the question, yeah. going back to the question, you still haven't answered it. No, because I, I don't think I... I, I, I just I, your I, opinion. I'm not looking for I, a factual I, statement. I would be super excited if Elon said, yeah, Trump's the guy. But I don't think it really makes a difference. I, I don't think people walk in to the ballot box and say, yeah, I'm voting for but, but, Ron but, but because... I agree. But, no, but I don't disagree. But here's the question. I don't disagree if anybody endorses Trump, meaning... The Trump vote, no one cares if you endorse him. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? But what, but what matters is to DeSantis. Oh, DeSantis. So if yeah. a mu- look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Musk says, I'm DeSantis, and here's 50, 100 million bucks. How big of an endorsement you know is that for DeSantis? I'll give you my answer. Please. It's irrelevant. You think so? It's irrelevant. Why is that? Because politics has become, since, since Brexit, Trump, Modi, Orban, and uh, Maloney, politics has been boiled down to one thing and one thing alone, authenticity. It, really, it, it, doesn't, it really, doesn't matter money. Do you know how much money Hillary spent against us? We spent $800,000. $800 million. million. Uh, legally, what we know of, legally, she spent $1.4 billion. Are, yeah. you, are you calling Biden the most authentic president of all time? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying they stole the election. <laughs> well, I, that's, it. That, that, that's another thing that... Sorry, I, you, sorry YouTube. Uh, there were issues with that election. Yeah, I think, by the way, and, and, and you're, just so you know, you saying that, he said that at the town hall, and it sounds like that's going to be... A one of the talking points over the next seventeen months. Well, this when people say "get over it," don't talk about it. It's like that's what the left wants you to say. Do you, do you understand? They want you not to talk about I, the last election. I think election. the approach for me, Sebastian, would be to follow. Let me tell you what's one of my biggest concerns when it comes down to election, yeah. specific to election. Uh, I I think election fraud has been going on for a long time. And I think election fraud is something that they've gotten better and better and better at. Mm-hmm. But I also think election fraud, we can figure out a way to make it oh, you, as you, close you, you to bulletproof. You did bullet- this electronic thing. Yes, yeah. I think. I think. Well, I love it. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is the following: If he campaigns on that, I'm all for. I'm going to mm-hmm. be saying it off the top of my lungs. If it's, hey, what if we can do the following? We have blockchain technology. We have this. We have that. Do you remember that one time he got up and he showed the PowerPoint, uh, uh, the pictures that was being shown on a uh, – uh, 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 it was a regular conversation. He was you know, showing bullet points. Here's what we're going to do with COVID. And then went to the next slide and the next slide and the next slide. What if they got up and he showed technology and says, look, here's what's available today for elections. Due to blockchain technology – this is what we can do to make sure all of your votes count. And quite frankly, some of you guys have a busy schedule. To the people on the left that don't have the time to go vote, guess what? No problem. To the people that are in the military, that are overseas, no problem. Here's what blockchain technology will do. And we have three different options of companies to use. If I get elected, what we're going to do is we're going to make this thing so easy and clear and honest that everybody knows you count. Your, your vote's going to get elected. We can see it. You can go look at it. Da, 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 da. I think that is a campaign message that's going to get people to say, I want honest and fair yeah. voting. I'm for it. Right. Rather than pulling the Hillary Clinton one of, well, let me tell you, you know, uh, you know, uh, Russia, me. this. Yeah, right, I, I just right. I just don't think that's attractive to no, people I, that I, are capitalists and dependent doers. We, we, we I, I raise my kids to not be helpless. I raise my kids to be, we're going to go beat these guys no matter what. If they're doing this, get tougher, get stronger, right. get bigger. But if we expose them from this standpoint, then the left has to argue what? How unfair and racist it is to get people that don't have IDs. But wait a minute. I need an ID to buy this. So then they're going to lose that argument. That's all I'm I, saying. No, I like it. And it's very Trumpian to say we're going to fix it and here's technology. Great. That is, there's that a is prob- Trumpian. There's a, there's a problem, though. It's not his job, right? The U.S. Constitution is clear. 
the states run elections. He can say the states should use blockchain and the state house should buy this. But the president has no power to do but that. But you know what he can say? He can say the states that decide to use blockchain, we're going to give X, Y, Z to contribute and support with the technology and we're going to yeah, do this. Totally. I think that I like can it. be said. Yeah. I like it. To me, that is similar messaging on what you're saying. So, hey, if you think there was fraud, here's what we can do. Here's right. a way to solve it. Boom. So, okay, so let's go to back to uh, Casey DeSantis. I'm going to read a story. Too. I just want to get your yeah. thoughts on this, if you have any opinions on it at all. So, uh, ba, 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 what page is it on? There it is. Okay. So, Casey and Ron DeSantis, okay, uh, the greatest asset and his greatest liability. This is a political article that's written. Uh, let me go to page eight. Um, all right, here we go. The Casey DeSantis problem, his greatest asset and his greatest liability, political May 19. Casey DeSantis, wife of Ron DeSantis, significant figure in his political career and often seen as his greatest asset. She's charismatic, telegenic, and has a policy portfolio of her own. By the way, she's a beast in smaller setting. I couldn't even believe how powerful she was. Unlike Ron. Unbelievable how she was in a smaller setting. Yeah. However, some view Casey as both an important advisor and a political liability. She's heavily involved in decision-making, leading to a small inner circle around Ron, suggests she is hesitant to cede power and can be vindictive, leading to conflict with staff and strategic mistakes. Now, again, this could be a hit piece. They're going after her. The truth, who knows? The role of Casey DeSantis is a matter of concern and debate for many, with some believing she humanizes and enhances Ron's image, while others worry about her influence and the need for a more professional team around him. What are your thoughts about Casey? Well, First things first, uh, I, I, I'm kind of. I saw the rundown in, in the green room, and I saw this article was in there. I was a little bit uncomfortable because I think wives are, are um, you know, they're out of bounds. Uh, they came after my wife. She was a presidential appointee in the DHS, but she wasn't a public figure. When they came after her, the Daily Beast, all these scumbags at HuffPo, uh, th- that that's the easiest way to piss me off. Um, if you're not a public figure, they're sacred. Your, your partner, your spouse is sacred. And the only interaction I've had with her, and I want to put this on the record because I haven't talked about it anywhere else, is when I found out about her cancer about a year ago on my show, we got like three and a half million listeners, and I'm, you know, I'm a Catholic, I believe. I said, would you just take a moment, dear friends, and just say a prayer for, for Casey and, and for the DeSantis family? And I, I did it because you know, I saw the news, and I thought, let's you know, use this power of prayer. About a month later, I get a, a letter from the office of the First Lady of Florida, and it's her thanking me. I've never received anything. I mean, apart from the president sending me stuff, which is fine. He's my old boss. I've never received something from a public figure of that ilk to thank me for something respect. I said on my show. Total respect. respect. Utter respect. Yeah. So, so I'm not going to qualify her politically. I will say one thing. He does need somebody to humanize him because he, he is not. You know, you've met him, right? The, the guy is not warm and fuzzy. I mean, he knows how to slam down the media, and it's beautiful to watch, but he's not a people person. He's not a people person. So, uh, I appreciate that, uh, and, and my feeling about her is the same way. However, I have a big however. I'll be the bad guy. You can be the nice guy. So, and I haven't heard anything bad about her. But who, who wrote, where was that piece? This is political, oh. <laughs> but, but, it's, but it's also coming from uh, a few others as well. I mean, it's not it's not just that that's talking about them. Insider said a few things, which doesn't say much about Insider. But here's the part. For me, 
I, I come from a different angle. You ever seen the movie Air, the recent movie with, uh, you're not a basketball guy. So this movie, the story of Michael Jordan, how Nike landed him, et cetera, et cetera. There's a scene with Sonny Vicario that's preparing Michael Jordan for the fall to say, listen, yes, you're going to win championships. Yes, you're going to win MVP. Yes, you're going to do all this stuff. Great. But guess what? They're going to come after you. And for me, there's different types of wives, meaning uh, Ivania, uh, my saying, uh, 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 Melania, Melania is the kind of a wife, uh, first lady to me. That's kind of like, listen, I support you. I'll go do the shaking hands, all this stuff, but I'm not going to be Michelle Obama. <laughs> it's you. Make sense? Like, yeah. this is your job. Yeah. I got Baron as my job, right. and I'm going to be this, but do not get me involved. And guess what? I view President Donald Trump saying, you're totally fine, babe. Do what you got to do. I got this. That's kind of how I view that. Yeah. Okay? Uh, for me, Barack, uh, if you bring Michelle in, and Michelle's also throwing punches, you got to If we get into a fight, let's just say me and my wife, a woman comes and a husband and wife are fighting us. <laughs> if he's swinging... And if my wife swings her at her, she swings back, I'm not going to be surprised. That's what her job is. Let's just say. Mm -hmm. But if my wife is like, listen, let's just step aside. Let's have our husbands kind of do their thing. Mm -hmm. right. That's what I see. But Casey is a also a fighter. So, but, if, is she, but is she doing that fighting publicly like Michelle? I, I don't think. No no, no, no. I don't see her as Michelle no. at all. I don't see her as Michelle. But I think she's part of the campaign. The whole thing. Casey and Ron DeSantis have such a close partnership. They've morphed into a singular entity. People call the DeSantai, mm -hmm. right? Not the DeSantis political. There's a part of this that if you play to this card, I do believe they have to be ready that people are going to come after her because she is one of the. Oh tools no, they have they have using. to be ready. They have to yeah, be ready. Have yeah. to be ready. So I just want to make yeah. sure it's not going to be like, hey, it's no, no. unfair what they're doing. No, no, expect the darkest of the ways to approach you. Yeah, and to me, uh, uh, if the approach is kind of like it's unfair what they're doing. It's got to be more totally get it. If we're choosing to have the highest job in office in America, this comes with the territory. Right. We're totally okay with that. Right. That, to me, is a little bit more of a you know respect. But I got to tell you, I've been in a lot of small group settings, and I've seen a lot of wives that are super power, like power, uh, couple power. She is very, very solid. And what I mean by solid, charisma, charm, Likeability, incredible communicator, smart, intelligent, true believer, mannerisms, respecting husband, edifying him, getting out of the way, not the shadow, doesn't need the limelight, doesn't even take the you know, the shots that Michelle would take at Obama. I don't know if you know what shots I'm talking about. Sometimes she kind of undermines him. Zero. All of that, she's a, she's a dime in the way of a first lady. So I think that is going to be a big part for him. You made a comment to her when you said you kind of got to be out there more. I don't know how much of a role she's going to be playing. I think if she does play a role, um, she's a she's a very strong uh, uh, she's a very strong uh, a strength of his mm -hmm. if it's used. We're going to see what's going to happen. I'll just add one thing. Uh, when we did have a brief conversation, I w I told her to her face. I said I was very impressed with how you handled yourself, and she was almost like, "You think so? Yeah, you think I should talk this much?" I was like, "Keep doing what you're doing." It was very impressive. very yeah. impressive. Super impressive. Maybe she should be out there more. I I think so. <laughs> I and I, by the way, I one million percent think so. Again, I have no clue who is their marketing manager, some CMO, idiot. Temp oh my god! That, that, Whoever his, it is. his influences on Twitter. I know these guys. These were friends yeah. of mine. They are just so unprofessional. It's shocking. Well, he's about to join the big leagues right now. Well, I mean, try right. Well. Yeah. Uh, correct. He's going right. to be announcing, right. and I think 
I'm sort of half joking, but I'm actually being honest. I think he needs to hire like <laughs> the queer eye for the straight guys makeover team and and realize we are now yeah. going against yeah. whether you like him or not. Maybe do one of the bros. One of the great market. <laughs> Can you imagine? Ron DeSantis announces his marketing manager, Dylan Mulvaney. Zero for chance him to become that. the most relevant person on Zero social media. Zero chance of that. Yeah. But or what I, the Bud Lights uh, uh, VP of marketing. She's she looking could be for somebody, a job. Right. But he is going against whether you like him or not. One of the most brilliant marketers yeah, totally. ever with Donald Trump. Totally. And whether it's he, he can do the policy thing all day long. That's not going to move he's the needle. The goat, though. He needs to. He's the goat of marketing. Learn the marketing strategy. No, no, he, he's he's the goat there's, of. There's marketing. nobody better. There's no. nobody better. He's the goat of marketing. We still it, talk about those nicknames. We still talk yeah. about Little Marco. We still talk about you know Crooked Hillary. We still talk about them. Yeah. Seven years later, he is the <laughs> ultimate. Ted troll, Cruz is right. Uh, right. Lying Ted. Yeah, the roast. Ted Cruz's wife is still very ugly in the face. By, by the way, uh, uh, Epstein. Are you following the story with Gates at all? Or I no? am. I'm like not interested. I mean, this yeah. this whole. Gates is like a nerd with too much money, and maybe he ran around with you know girls that were too young. It's like seriously, I, I want to see the list. I want to see the list. I don't do care about, but I want to see the John's list. Okay, so here's the okay? question: Do you think that is? I asked this question on Twitter the other day. If you want to pull this up, I did a poll, and I said, which of these four things would you want the 2024? candidate to talk about. I don't know if you saw this or not. The four issues, and then I saw... I, I saw your thing about uh, Biden economy versus Trump economy. That, <laughs> that was, as a sexist, I like that. That was good. As a sexist. Credit goes to our guy from uh, 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 Raul. Anyways, put this up there. Zoom in a little bit. Wow. So, okay, so exactly. So which issues matter to you the most in 2020? And I said, post that's, any other issues below. That's interesting. Investigate the... It's 20,000 votes. Investigate the yeah. Wuhan lab. Lowest... But Ukraine is big. Ukraine and, and by the way, that's a big part of his play. 39% border immigration, 33%. And nobody can can do what he does. No. Because when he says it'll end in 24 hours, it will. I agree. And nobody else can say that. I totally agree. Nobody can say that. I totally agree. But the Epstein list, do you you think that is something that people are interested in? Do you think that's that's enough of a list for for somebody to campaign behind or not really? I think these are your followers, right? These are these are your listeners, right? These are people who are yeah. interested. Um, I don't I don't think that is. Look, you have to understand. Everybody in this room is a freak, right? Because we're into politics. Most Americans are not into politics. They they want to make the car payment at the end of the month and make sure the kid has a new pair of sneakers for for the new t- semester, right? Um, Epstein for most Americans, like mm, who, what? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's important because we need to know who went to that island. We need to know. I don't think it's a campaign issue. It's going to be the board. Look, who said it? It's the economy, stupid. It's going to be the economy and the border. And those two things are linked. James Carville. Yeah, right. Clinton. Right. Clinton, uh, Bush. Um, yeah, but that's it. The, the Russia thing is fascinating. 38.8%. Interesting. It's not even, I mean, it's not even a close thing with no, the top two. No, no, And no. people, how quickly they're over COVID. I am shell-shocked that Investigate Wuhan Lab is not higher. But How is that the, possible? And assume our audience, like assume even, I thought our exactly. audience would have been higher than 7.6%. But even our audience is saying, nah, listen, man, I'm over it. We got bigger things to do. It too. just shows two years later, boom, done with that. How Let's go. What's going America on America moves on. How quickly America moves on. At this pace, we're going to be wearing uh, uh, Kanye West uh, year shoes uh, what, a year from now with Adidas. <laughs> it's coming it. soon, guys. I'm not 2024, sure about that. Since President Trump's going to walk up to it. Maybe DeSantis will. To speak to that. If, you know, we're looking forward, not backwards, doesn't that give sort of uh, testimony to stop doing the election denial thing because people are over it? Isn't that a case right there? I, think I don't know. Partially. But, but I'm telling you, for me, 
I made a video 11 years ago, 10 years ago, on how I would change voting. I'm going to text it to you for you to watch. It's, it's not a private video. It's not a public video. How to change the voting system, right? To me, I don't like our system on the way we vote. I don't trust it. I'm not comfortable with it. I don't even like the way it's set up for, for the uh, structure of it. So I think that is something I would be talking about if I'm campaigning, but I'm not. I'm just a guy that's running businesses. Completely different ballgame we're playing here. Tom. Have you seen Kill Chain? Kill Chain? The do- documentary Kill Chain? I have Chain. not. You need to watch Kill Chain. Kill Chain was made by the Democrats before the 2016 election. And it's got Senator Warren and all these people. And it is an hour and a half on how you can hack our elections and how the biggest threat to America is hacked elections. You can't find, it's very hard to find now. Watch Kill Chain. Kill Chain, they go to eBay, they buy a Dominion computer, they take it to a cyber hacking conference. Within 30 minutes, the machine is hacked. I mean, this, you're, you're allowed to talk about it until a certain point when you're not allowed to talk about it. But what you said earlier is correct. They've been doing this for 60 years. I mean, think about it. We're in America, the only nation in, on the yeah. planet that put men on the moon six times. And we make jokes about Philadelphia, Chicago, and Baltimore stealing elections. We, we make jokes about it. Yeah. You don't need, you know, high tech to do this if you've been doing it for 60 years. But it is a problem that needs to be fixed. The idea that India can have voter ID, India, more than a billion people, Mexico, with a civil war, with an insurgency, with the cartels, has voter ID, and we don't... That's insane. By the way, what you just did right there, I would have somebody on his team create a 10-slide PowerPoint Mm -hmm. the next time he's speaking, and you know how he goes through a speech? And just show this. Did you know India has voter ID? Did you know? Because American people are going to say, wait, Mexico's more advanced than us. (laughs) India's more advanced. How come we don't have this? We should have this as well. That's what gets people thinking. Now, next story I want to get into is about what NAACP just announced. I don't know if you saw that or not. The travel ban? Yes. Hate-inspired leadership. NAACP joins other, other groups in warning against travel to Florida. This is a Miami Herald story from yesterday. The oldest civil group... Civil rights group in the U.S. has issued a travel advisory urging travelers to reconsider visiting Florida due to the state's openly hostile leadership, significantly, specifically citing Governor Ron DeSantis' attempts to ban books about race and LGBTQ identities and his opposition to diversity and inclusion programs in colleges. NAACP Derek Johnson, president, argues that the refusal to teach an accurate representation of, cha- of the challenges faced by African Americans is a disservice to students and a neglect of duty. Other civil rights organizations such as LULAC and Equality Florida have also issued travel warnings for Florida, citing concerns over DeSantis' crackdown on immigration and the potential risks to health, safety, and freedom. However, tourism in Florida remains strong with record numbers of visitors and local leaders emphasize their city's commitment to diversity inclusion. By the way, I wouldn't even be surprised if the NAACP isn't staying at uh, Miami for uh, uh, summertime. Oh, they're, no, no, their chairwoman, J- yeah. J- Jesse Waters did a thing on his show last night. Yeah. Their chairwoman just posted from Twitter her holiday, her vacation in Florida. The NAACP <laughs> exactly. chairwoman. You see, <laughs> right? these are politically motivated Totally, um, this is about wrong. It's about you know, wrong. No, this is a political boycott that has no teeth whatsoever. Budweiser mm-hmm. is down, by, by some estimates, 28%. 
thanks to the Bud Light boycott, which has been very effective and very welcomed by Coors and competitors on one hand. On the other hand, you look at the diversity in Florida, you look at diversity at the uh, beaches. Someone didn't get the memo that you were supposed to boycott and maybe go to some other place. Well, how about and Chicago? It has no teeth in it. How about Chicago? Well, why, why don't we boycott, you know, Chicago? You, 22 people shot last weekend, and I can guarantee you that most of those are black Americans. So why aren't we boycotting Chicago or Baltimore? The, the average weekend on Chicago is 10 people killed and 50 shot. The average weekend. But the NAACP, straight Black Lives Matter, doesn't care about the people being killed in Chicago. It's just hypocrisy. Yeah, I don't think this travel ban is doing anything or this travel warning is doing anything to mitigate people from tra- traveling no. to Florida. Whether it's the panhandle, whether they're going to Disney World in Orlando, whether they're coming to South Beach in Miami, people are coming. Nobody's like, you know that vacation we've been working on for the last two months for the summer? Let's go. Yeah, there's the NAACP made this warning. about. They're like, dude, we're going to party. Stop it. Yeah, you say that, but I literally had a guest that's scheduled for your podcast that sent an email yesterday. Hey, bro, I want to confirm it's safe for me and my family to travel <laughs> there still. I'm seeing this over the internet and news. I'm coming with my girlfriend and our two sons. Is it safe or should we reschedule? That's, that's a joke. And then they included an Instagram post to the NAACP Can you do article. me a favor and don't say the name? Can you text yeah. me the name who it is, by the way? Yes. Can you text me? And meanwhile, show yes. the show the meme I just sent you. Guy sent me this. I thought it was That's wild. something very interesting uh, 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 to think about. Tulsi's texting right now, but can you can you post this real quick? Uh, 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 which which makes you think. And by the way, whether you like this meme or not, there is a lot of truth behind this meme. Uh, here's what the meme is, Tom. I don't know if you've seen this one. Uh, take a look at this, Adam. What's Tulsi texting? Uh, bu- 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 White, oh, yes, yes. White yes, asylum, yes, yes. white victim, nobody cares. Black asylum, black victim, nobody cares. Black asylum, white victim, nobody cares. White asylum, black victim, people lose their minds. There's your news, there's your mainstream media <sighs> uh, narrative. That's the narrative that that's, they will support. That's Neely. That's, that's the filter for the stories, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it, but this, this is what makes you, and by the way, uh, didn't they just have a, a 25,000 Haitians had an event here, happy, doing an event in Florida, right? You look at the crime on what's going on. You look at how many people are moving here to Florida. Statistically, that argument loses a lot of weight when they say you got to be careful moving to Florida. I love it how people can say things like that, but data argues completely the other way than you do. This is what happened with Newsom. Newsom talked about how terrible Florida is. More people. The more he talks shit about Florida, the more people from California wanted to move to Florida. Mm-hmm. And it's not slowing down. And by the way, this is due to a great governor, a guy named Ron DeSantis. Right. Thanks to Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Casey. Freaking, freaking Newsom. <laughs> Newsom, the green governor with a half a barrel of oil in his hair. He has hey, let's let's talk about this. Uh, 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 let's talk about this other story here. I'm trying to see which one to go through. Ah, let's go through this one here. Page 15, uh, a meeting. I don't know if you were invited to this meeting or not. Your accent says yes, but your value <laughs> says no. A secretive <laughs> annual meeting attended by the world's elite has AI top of the agenda. CNBC story. OpenAI CEO Sam Altman joins tech leaders and political heavyweights at the selective annual Bilderberg meeting in Lisbon, Portugal. They're, they're, they're public about it now. It's Uh-oh, no longer private. It's the builders. Yeah. 
Uh, the meeting's agenda places a strong emphasis on artificial intelligence and includes a discussion on topics such as the banking system, China energy uh, transition, Europe fiscal challenges, India industrial pol- policy and trade, NATO-Russia transitional uh, threats, Ukraine, and U.S. leadership. The three-day event attended by approximately 130 uh, participants from 23 different countries maintains which prevent the disclosure of speakers, uh, uh, identities, and affiliations. The clandestine nature of the meeting has given rise to conspiracy theories. Uh, but org- organizers state that it facilitates open and unrestricted discussions. The Bilderberg meeting, established in 1954, aims to promote dialogue between Europe and North America. Attendees participate as individuals rather than in official capacity. Uh, when a meeting like this happened, what do you think about this? Is there anything behind it? Is it uh, the conspiracy theories? Do they have anything right about this? Or is it just guys coming together together to talk about the future threats? Look, I, I love conspiracy theories. I'm actually launching a new TV show that's expressly about them, but I like them as entertainment. There's a reason they're called theories and not conspiracy facts. Uh, they've been. Is this news? that rich people who are powerful hang out with each other and think they can run the world. No. I mean, go back to Bretton Woods. Go, go, go back in time to any elite that has power, that has money. They think that they can shape the future. The Rothschilds, Bohemian Grove, San Francisco. On and on and on. On and on. Medici's. This, this, yeah, this isn't new. Uh, back to Machiavelli, the prince, you, you, you name it. When it comes to AI, I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a wonk, okay? Uh, I'm not a geek. I just don't buy this, you know, Skynet is across the horizon. We're about to be. The, the, the idea that we can't just pull the plug at some point on this stuff when it gets too scary. Terminator yeah. reference, very good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the idea that it helps you write your college essays. Okay, that's really exciting. I mean, okay. But the idea that this is some threat to humanity, I'm open to hear people who are building this stuff tell me, yes, this is the greatest threat to humanity. But while we've got 6 million people crossing the border illegally, 110,000 people dying from fentanyl, China remilitarizing, Russia with nuclear weapons invading other people's countries, you know, I'm not going to get too excited about this stuff. Tom. Well, I, I think this has been going on for a long time. And, you know, you go back to Rothschilds and the banking. And, uh, you know, I, I think that when groups of people like this get together, it draws a lot of fire and a lot of there's a lot of magnetism to what's going on there. Uh, and, and I think what's what's also going on is you've got the purveyors of AI trying to get the political elite to calm down about AI. You have to remember what's going on here. There's a lot of money to be made in these in these companies and a lot of investment it's billions of dollars have already been invested in ai so you have sam altman open ai ceo and and um y combinator fame incubator you know saying easy does it easy does it yeah there could be some things here but easy does it meanwhile what they don't want you, this is a classic thing where I, I think the purveyors of AI, the inventors, and those operating companies and investments really don't want the governments to come in and regulate it. I think this is – this is. You Let can, me ask the question a different way. So either one of you guys, if you got an invitation to go to the Builder, uh, to, Bilderberg. To go, Bilderberg meeting, would you go to it if it's not a big deal? I hate these people. Why would I go? Okay. So you have no desire to go to Zero. it. Zero. But they want to get your perspective, your point of view. I don't care. I don't care. The, the, these people – What kind of a people? diplomat are you? I'm not a diplomat. You know what the only other job I – There's three jobs I do in the next administration. What's that? I do national security advisor. I'd run personnel. You know, the only third one for shits and grins. What's that? I'd be ambassador to the UN. So I could walk in there and the whole building would catch a a, a flame. That's the Diplomacy? No. Forget about it. This is America. It's about leadership. 
It's about being the greatest nation on God's green earth. These people hate the people. So the people that attend they this, hate the you people. think they hate the people of and they hate them? Of course they do. Of course they hate the people. They chose the wrong person in, in, in 2016. They chose the wrong box when the Brexit vote. They chose the wrong person in Hungary. They hate the choice of the people. Why, why is populism a dirty word? Think about that for a second. Populism is a dirty word. Uh, excuse me? It, the thing you're doing is popular with the most people? That tells you everything you need to know. When the left made populism a pejorative, you realize what they think of the average person. I traveled with President Trump on Air Force One to Youngstown, Ohio. Now, Youngstown is deep rust belt, okay? We got off Air Force One at a military base. No press, no nothing. He got into the beast. We had about a 20-minute ride to the stadium, okay? On the left-hand side, all we saw was shuttered, closed steel mill, you know, broken glass, broken windows. On, on the other side of the road, people modestly dressed with their children on the side of the road, waving a little stars and stripes. We get to the stadium. The Boss is in the back with the VIPs. I decide to go into the pit, take selfies with people. I realized that these are all Democrats. Their dads were Democrats. Their grandparents worked in the mill. When he came out on stage with Melania, he couldn't give a speech for minutes because they were screaming, USA, USA, USA. Those are the people the Bilderbergers hate. The people who built America by the sweat of their brow. I have no interest hanging out with those people. Got it. I was going to say they, they were telling us there's an invitation for you. But <laughs> go, you go. I was trying to get you I'll into do the that helicopter meeting. They, said they have no interest for you. I'll do the helicopter Now you're rights. saying that. Now Listen, I, so you just heard his answer. The answer is no. And I'll, ca- I'll counter that, Sebastian. I agree with you at about 94.625% of what you just said I agree with. Traitor. Very specific numbers. <laughs> yep. But I would go. You, I would go. And if they're going to invite the Trojan horse to their confab, mm-hmm. I'm going. Would you touch the Trojan horse? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Do it, Tom. Touch it. Touch it. Okay, Ukraine, Russia. You, yes. you briefed a, a lot of 05s, 06s, and 1 stars. Um, this is a, a question from a lot of different people right. that get asked, and you hear the answer. How can you not see what Russia is doing? How can you not see what Ukraine is doing? How can you not see the fact that there's ties between Biden and Ukraine? Do you not remember what he said publicly? If you don't do this and then I'll do this, how can you not see all this stuff? And then, hey, F-16, yeah, maybe we'll let him train. And then if somebody else gives him, we're not going to get in the way. Are you saying you're not going to give him F-16s? We may. We don't know. (laughs) Right now, I can't answer that. So what is your thoughts on what's going on over there? Uh, I wrote a piece on my Substack as soon as the war came out. You can check it. I haven't changed my opinion then. I remember the good old days when conservatives hated KGB colonels and thought Russia invading other countries was bad. I remember those days. The idea today that, oh, he's a champion of the West and he's a Christian. You mean the same guy who persecuted Christians when he was a uniform-wearing member of the KGB? What about the biolabs? Oh, who built the biolabs? The Soviet Union built the biolabs. That's interesting. And then the question that, well, we shouldn't have help them because Ukraine's corrupt. Huh. That's the dumbest one. Is DC corrupt? Do you think Biden's corrupt? If you do, does that mean China can just invade and roll their tanks down Pennsylvania Avenue? This is wrong. The simplest way to understand it, corruption up the yazoo or not, is this. This man is a bully. He's a bully who said for 20 years, since he became president, he's been giving lectures how Ukraine, how Poland, how the Baltic states are illegitimate, have no right to exist as independent states. Go back to school. Go go back to when you're a 10-year-old. What happens to the bully if he doesn't get challenged? 
What happens? He keeps on bullying. When does he stop bullying? When you give the bastard a bloody nose. We're helping the Ukrainians give this guy a bloody nose. And to the last thing about this Tucker Carlson kind of who cares about the world, pull down the shutters on the Pacific and the Atlantic, screw them all. If 1776 means something to you as an American, let me remind you that without the French, the Dutch, and the Spanish, this would still be part of the British Empire. Period. End of story. If the French hadn't blockaded the British, if the Dutch and the Spanish hadn't bankrolled Washington, meaning General Washington, we never would have won. This is their 1776. So if it means something to you, if our revolutionary war means something, us helping other people fight their 1776, uh, it should mean something to you as well. So uh, uh, no apologies to people I've pissed off. Ukraine has a right to be independent. The Kremlin are a bunch of bastards, uh, and we should help them fight for themselves. Not deploy the 82nd Airborne. I'm not interested in dumb wars and us fighting other people's wars. They should fight their wars, and we should help them. End of story. How well, much you, heat do you catch from having oh, this opinion? I mean, this man alive. You're born in Hungary. You understand Soviet communism. You understand Russia relations. I, I go on Bannon's show every week. This is not popular with with the the war room hobbits and even with Steve. But now, if you if you're in the Trump administration and you and you bring this opinion into the White House, what do you think uh, he'll say to that? Oh, he no, he gets it. I mean, look, President Trump. Let's be very clear about what President Trump is. He's not an interventionist, but he's not a Tucker and uh, isolationist. Be very clear what he did. The guy who is accused today of being a Russian asset. Do you know what we did when we found 300 Russians running around Syria? Wagner Group guys working for the Kremlin. You know what we did? He called up Mattis and he said, turn them into red mist now. Kill them all. We killed 300 Russian soldiers in Syria. No president since the revolution of 1917 has killed hundreds of Russians in wartime. We did, okay? He's not an isolationist. What happened in Syria when we saw the chemical... This is declassified now. I can talk about it. What happened when we saw the chemical weapons being pulled out of that air base again to be used against civilians? Over chocolate cake at Mar-a-Lago, with Xi Jinping eating his chocolate cake, the president leant over and said... Uh, I just launched 52 uh, cruise missiles on that Syrian air base. He's not interested in dumb wars. He's not interested in fighting other people's wars. But when you cross a line, we will make you extra crispy. That's President Trump. Strength through leadership, peace through strength. That is look, one of the most powerful moments for me in the White House. As I went into the Oval, it was just me and the president. And I was there to brief him on Iran, I think. And he's very sidetracked. He's sitting sideways to the Resolute desk. He's reading some documents. And out of nowhere, because I'm there to talk about the Iran deal and killing it. And he says, he looks up and he says, Sebastian, I do not. It was uh, Kim had just done something. Sebastian, I do not want to have American GIs die on the Korean Peninsula again. I mean, he he just went so heavy, so fast. But if we have to go to war, we will. That's who he is. I don't want to, but only if it matters to our national security. That's why people don't understand who he is. You said Trump would mm-hmm. end the war with uh, Russia and Ukraine. 24. How will he do that? Uh, because, because Putin's afraid of him. Think, think about what happened after we killed 300 Russians working for the Kremlin in Syria. Putin didn't even have a press conference. 
You didn't even Putin, have a press conference. You think Putin is afraid of totally, Trump? Totally, Why is he afraid of Trump? Because he doesn't know what Trump's going to do to him. I'll give you an idea. Uh, CNN just announced that they put 500, Putin put 500 people on the a list that you can't visit uh, uh, Russia. I don't know if you saw that or not. Who's on the list? If you can pull this up, 500 names. Uh, Obama's on the list. John Huntsman's on the list. You remember the foreign... Uh, uh, ambassador. He, yes, ambassador. Yeah. He's on the list. Kimmel's on the list. Kimmel? Uh, Colbert's on the list. Uh, a bunch of guys are on the list. But uh, Trump's not on the list. So, you know, who knows what this means? But this just <laughs> came out a few days ago. Yeah, yeah Obama is on the list. Obama cannot visit Russia. But Trump can. Obama, Colbert, among 500 Americans, banned from going to Russia. This just came out a couple of days ago. Uh, yeah, there it is. That's the name. So l- l- let me wrap up with this story, and then I got a surprise for you. I think you're going to like our new thumbnail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to like it if he's not. None of you guys have seen it. I'm about to give it to you to show it. I think this is legit, and it's the truth. What we're about to do, I, I did this while we were talking. I, see, you've I, been had, busy. Our entire, you've been I had our entire team working. working on this thumbnail. My and the helicopter will be here right like after it. the so show. Biden gets low rating on economy, economy guns, immigration, and uh, AP. Uh, North poll, uh, AP News poll, only 33% of American adults approve of President Biden's handling of the economy, while just 24% believe the national economic conditions are in good shape. Furthermore, only 31% approve of Biden's performance on gun policy and immigration issues. Among Demo- Democrats, the approval rating the higher, but still not overwhelming, with approximately 61% appro- approving of Biden's handling of the economy, 75% approving of his overall job performance. However, Democrats are more pessimistic about the current state of the economy. Only 41% dissatisfaction with Biden's performance extends beyond party lines, as even some of his supporters express frustration with the post-pandemic situation and a lack of bipartisanship in Washington. They're now saying it's the lowest approval rating ever yeah. in America. Uh, if that's the case, one, are the Dems going to let him really run? Are they going to get creative the next 17 months? Because if he does run, this is not. This is going to be very easy. Like you said, the one line, are you better off today than you were four years ago? That's the only question I got to ask. Right. So is, this re- is he really going to be the candidate? Well, look, I just want to know who the 31% is. Who, who are the 31% in America the who approve? The people that don't follow politics. Who, yeah, who appro- but approve. Yeah. Approve yeah. of Biden's performance. Um, you know, it's not good for a, a former strategist to the president to, to admit this. I, I don't have an answer to that question. I ask this question every single day of my producer. How can they let this guy run? I mean, you look at him, just the last two years, just the mental and physical deterioration, him stumbling around Japan, him, you know, greeting dead people. How do you (laughs) let this person run? And the only answer I have for you is there's really no mechanism for an incumbent president to be removed by his own party. The, The DNC can't have a vote and say, you're not allowed to run again. The power of the incumbency is almost total. However, there is that very peculiar interview he gave once where he said... He was asked, what, what happens? This is when, when, when Obama came in. He said, what happens if there's a disagreement between you and Obama on policy? Do you remember this? It was creepy. He said, I, I don't think we'll have a disagreement. But, but if we do, I'll come up with an, quote, I'll come up with an ailment and I'll retire. Come up with an ailment? <laughs> What the hell is that? So is he, are they going to show him the video and say, hey, Joe, it's time for, you're the president now, but it's time for you to come up with an ailment. And then it's the cackler. Then it's Kamala. And uh, it's going to be even more fun. Then the debate's going to be. Do you think it should be required to take a mental and physical test open to the public to, to be disclosed? No. 
You I don't I, think I don't, he should have to do that? No, I don't. I don't. Why? Be- because it's it's the will of the people. I'm the, the people this Trump wants Biden. I'm, I'm oh, convinced Trump wants Biden. I'm I, convinced me he's hoping. He I sticks. want you, Rocky Three. Because that's a, it's not it's not even a Rocky fight though. Because I don't think he's this is not he's not going against clever language. He, he's not going against a power. He, he wants retribution. No, yeah, he and it's it's an easy matchup for him because all he has to do is talk resume. That's all he has to do. Okay, couldn't, couldn't one argue that? And the single biggest Biden indicator of Trump elect- over DeSantis. Biden would want Trump over. Like DeSantis. meaning if the, if that. If they're doing their strategy yeah. meeting and Biden is saying, all right, who would you rather, Trump one or Santos? I think he screwed with either one of them. I think he screwed with either one of them. It's just about who America wants more. I don't think he's in good shape with either one of them. So your latest book, The War for America's Soul, uh, 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 if we can put the link below for the book, The War for America's Soul, as well as the link to his. Go to my store, sebgorkastore.com, for the FBI T-shirts, for the free Tucker T-shirts. Check them out. Oh, you've got the FBI T-shirt there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sebgorkastore.com. It's our hottest selling item until Tucker came along. Oh, and the transgender T-shirt that my guy said would not sell. It is the number number two T-shirt. There you go. That one. Don't don't be a science denier. They said that wouldn't sell. That's a number two. A man is a man. A woman is a woman. (laughs) Don't be a science science denier. And and last but not least, to make up the 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 it's better be good. our our marketing guys have been working on this for the last two hours, <laughs> hoping the new thumbnail is better. Rob, drum roll, show us what we got. Bam! Yeah! <laughs> Who is that? Is that Sly? That's the truth. Who is that? That is the truth. The one and only. But you could so, you could have got a better one of you. Listen, I lo- the, listen. the idea is to make you look good, not oh, make you look good. You're the show. I'm just the host. I lost man. 42 pounds, PBD. Look uh, at me uh, now. Watch. You know what's going to happen? Mainstream right. media is going to say that's a, uh, that's fake news. No. But that's the truth. <laughs> but I thought it's the truth. That's the truth, the truth right there. The muscles behind us, Sebastian. It's been a blast having you on. Thanks, buddy. Uh, uh, people uh, uh, can listen to you talk for hours. Uh, not only from the voice standpoint, but also from the standpoint of how you break things down. Uh, looking forward to doing this again with you here Anytime. soon, next 18 months, especially during this election run. Gang, uh, we're about to announce the next live. Text us the following. This is what I want from you. The next live we're going to do at our lounge slash cigar lounge. Do you want it to be home team? Do you want us to have a guest? If yes, who do you want to have? Text the word podcast to 310-340-1132. The word podcast to 310-340-1132. First, text the word podcast. Then let us know what format you would prefer. Having said that, be sure to order the book below and subscribe to his website, his Substack. Uh, I believe we're doing it again tomorrow, or am I out of town tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow Tomorrow. 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 tomorrow at 9 a.m., Rob Smith from Turning Point USA. Oh, to home team we're going to do with Rob Smith tomorrow, and I'm going to be in New York tomorrow night. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye.